What is up, guys? How is it going? I am Alex Hoban, winner of Series 1 of Channel 4's The Circle, and this is a second instalment of Dishonest Fun, the official Circle podcast. Consider this your spoiler warning. If you haven't seen Episode 2 yet, then go and watch it on all four first, before we ruin it all for you. Each week, a panel of celebrities, comedians and experts help me dive into the fascinating world of human behaviour, on and offline. Today, we're talking about flirting. Flirting plays a massive part in the circle. And if a player can master how to flirt, when to flirt, and more importantly, who to flirt with, it can put them in a really strong position in the game. But is it morally right to flirt your way to the top? Answering that question with me today, we've got Duncan James from legendary boy band Blue. All rise. We've got comedian Fern Brady. And we've got dating slash relationship guru, Paul Carrick Brunson. Welcome, guys. How are you today? What's up? What is up, Fern? I see you're in your uh, you're in the cupboard today. How's it going in there? It's great. I've been here for most of lockdown, and I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want things to go back to normal. <laughs> you're not getting uh, the isolation uh, effects that you have in the circle, I presume, in there. No, but the circle really reminds me of when I first moved to London. I got paid to go and do a medical trial for ten days, and th- this is exactly <laughs> like that. You were locked in a in a room, and you had to email the other participants. That was like your only co- it was basically that program you're the inspiration for the show clearly they've just <laughs> they've just hijacked that from a medical test in the past i rate that um so guys to kick off i like to do a little icebreaker and we do this little thing where each of you give me a fact it can be a true fact or it can be a false fact and i have to use my knowledge and my experience from the circle to determine whether it's true or false is everyone up for that yeah yeah. Okay. Let's do it. All right, Duncan, we'll start with you. We'll start with you. Hit me with your fact. Okay. So, true fact about me is my first girlfriend was Jewish and I was really into her. Um, it's when I was straight, by the way. I was really into her and she had a problem because she didn't like foreskin and she said that it was against her <laughs> kind of religion and stuff. Anyway, in the name of love, I went and had a circumcision for her. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had the snip. Okay, so my question for you was, what age were you when this happened? I was 18. And and from one circumcised man to another, how painful was that on a scale of 1 to 10 at 18 years old? Well, funnily enough, I was told that you're meant to have it done when you're a child, when you're a kid, like a baby, so you don't feel it. And the yeah. older you get, the more painful it is. But yeah, let's just say it was it was not enjoyable. I kind of... Okay. Yeah. All right. That's an interesting one. I thought, you know, I would just lower the tone a little bit with my starting off. (laughs) So I'm going to say, based on the things that you provided there, that that's true. Ah. Can can I vote on this, Jim? Yeah, go for it too. Go for it, Paul. And and Fern. There is no way on God's green earth that that's a true story. I just don't buy it. I also don't think it's true. Um, just because there's not enough pressure uh, for guys to get circumcised in the UK. If we were in America, I would believe it because um, there seems to be a lot more disgust around foreskins there. So no, mm. even if you were in love, no. And Duncan, she, reveal she, your answer. And she was Jewish, no? 
No, because Jews, Jews don't require non-Jews to get circumcised. Uh, do you know what? It's a lot of bollocks. I mean, yeah. Oh, no! Yeah, you were right. There's no way! Yeah, I, I, do, do you Burn. know what? I will... Burn, high five. I need a virtual high five. <laughs> there, 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 there you go. Uh, I'll tell you the truth about it, actually. I was nine years old and I actually got my foreskin trapped in my jean zipper and I was oh. rushed to hospital and I actually had to have an emergency <laughs> circumcision oh, at nine. savage. So it's kind of like, no. you know... It it wasn't for love and uh yeah yeah so you, you know si- since we're talking about foreskin <laughs> I, I had no idea until i got to the uk because yeah, i've been living there for three years that most men are not circumcised that's right but in the in the u.s 70 yeah. percent of men are circumcised <laughs> well so- <laughs> sorry to interject sorry. but um episode two is flirting not foreskin so we're gonna go yeah. we're gonna move on um fern hit me with your fact i'm just glad you moved on because i was like duncan for blue was famous when i was a teenager and i don't want to say stuff about sorry. foreskins to you like okay if a man stands with one foot pointing towards you it means he wants to have sex with you uh Okay, sorry, this is your fact. That's my fact. Or is so it supposed man, to be a fact about me? <laughs> I think for the for the purpose of this, Fern, mm. I'm going to ask you for one that's personal to you. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and, 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 that Paul, and that Paul doesn't shake his, back. <laughs> shake his head. I and I was like, okay, no well, way. it's false. But for, that, that, was, that was good because, you know, technically it's not the foot, it's the belly button. Ooh. The belly button has been proven time and time again <laughs> that when your belly button... When, this is real, real facts. Wow. When your belly button is pointed towards anything, it's where your interest lies, right? It's literally, that's taught in the CIA. Wow. So the fact that if you're talking, let's say everyone, let's say we're all talking and Duncan, you come into the conversation, right? And all of our belly button, we're, we're actually, Fern is talking, but we're, we're looking at our belly button is pointed towards the door. Duncan, you can interpret that, that we're not even into Fern's conversation. We want out, wow. right? So pay attention to where someone's belly button is and that'll show you where their interest wow. lies. Paul, hit me with a fact about yourself. All right, real quick and simple. I've been living between the US and the UK for three years and I much prefer to live in the UK. Okay, when you're in the UK, where do you live? Central London. And why aren't you there now then? Because of Christmas. Okay, <laughs> and I yeah, came yeah. back home. <laughs> fair point. Came fair back point. <laughs> fair point. Okay. Yeah. I think that's true because I live in London too and I think it's an awesome place. Yeah. It's true? Facts. Yes. There you go. There's you one. Got one. I got man. one. You got one. Do you know what? Facts. I've been on a roll this whole this this series so far. And now Okay. All right. Lastly, you Fern, hit us with your fact. Every so often, Fern Britain, the other Fern of showbiz uh, will tweet me that she loves me and stuff. This is your fact? Yeah, is that true or false? A Fern Cotton or Fern Britain? Fern Britain, the, the, the former This Morning presenter. Oh. She tweets me, I salute you. <laughs> so now it's getting too specific now to be made up. <laughs> yeah, the way you delivered it as well was so like, this is truth. Yeah, this is um, true. She tweets me in caps lock. I feel like I'm her alter ego because I couldn't be any different to her, but apparently she's into my stuff. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to go with facts on that one. True. I'm so sorry I've not got any. I'm so sorry, lads. I, I just can't lie, um, which also means I'm not good at flirting. Okay, that's great. No problems. Well, we've got we've established that Duncan lied, Paul had his facts, and Fern 
cannot lie that that's true. Yes. So <laughs> that's what we've established from there. Anyway, we'll get on to flirting now because that's flirting, banter, flanter, all three of them. Flanter was a was a term used by Denise yeah. Van Outen. Yeah. I, I didn't actually know what flanter meant until I watched it back the other day. So from your experience in the, in that environment, Duncan, obviously you've just come off the circle. It was a uh, quite an interesting time for you there. Lots of people were true and lots of people were being false. Um, did you flirt with anyone in your time there? And, and what was that experience like? Well, I went in there. I, I'm in a relationship. So when I went in there, I said I was newly single because I wanted to have the opportunity to flirt. And at the time when I did my profile, I didn't know who was going to be in the circle. So I had no idea who anybody else was. I thought, is there going to be some gay guys in there? Is there going to be anybody cute? So I just didn't know. So I thought, right, I'm going to say I'm single, newly single, because it kind of digs me out of a hole if anybody knows me. And it gives me the opportunity to be able to flirt with people. So I um, had a little flirt with the GC, who I thought was the GC. <laughs> um, obviously, it wasn't the GC. But yeah, um, they didn't show it on, in the edit, but um, I was cooking a roast chicken. And me and, me <laughs> and the GC had this little flirty banter back and forth where... Um, I asked, I invited her around to come and have some roast chicken with me. And she was like, right, I'll bring the... I'll bring a bottle and I was saying something like, oh, what should we have for dessert, babe? And all this kind of stuff. So, but none of that made the edit, unfortunately. But uh, okay. I was trying to, obviously they thought my flirting skills were terrible. That's why I didn't make the edit. But How do you, how did you find flirting through the screen? And and obviously for, for Fern and Paul, do you guys ever flirt through, is it, do people slide in your DMs? Like, have you ever flirted through social media? And, and what's that experience like for you guys? So, you know, I've, I've, I've been married for 20 years. Wow. Um, and adore and love my wife. And I think that to me, flirting is when you are kind of communicating that you're physically, you're, you're attracted to somebody, right? So to me, to be married and to flirt would actually be breaking my wedding vows, mm. right? So the only person I flirt with is my wife. Aww. That's a nice thing to hear. And it, the flirting, I hope, still continues to this day. Oh, come Lots on, of belly button 20, pointing, <laughs> pointing that belly 20 button. Years is, it's it's 20, 20 years and it's on and popping more in the 20th year than in the first wow. year. Yes. That's what yes. we like to hear. What about you, yes. Fern? Um, I, uh, I'm quite awkward at flirting. I feel like I used to be better. I've been going out with the same person for nearly 10 years and I feel like I used to be better at it. But his flirting was awful because we met working in an office and he used to send me puns. I think it was when he, he found out that I did comedy on the side at the time and he started sending me like puns as a way of flirting. And it was so <laughs> repulsive to me that I like nearly didn't go on a date with him. I find the most attractive thing is people sending me unusual facts about stuff that I didn't know or sending me Wikipedia entries about <laughs> topics that I'm interested in. I don't like um I don't like any kind of sexual innuendo. I think that's a really kind of uh English form of humor, sorry. Um sure. I quite like to be straight to the point. I guess there's like flirting covers so many different topics and like the skill of flirting is something that can mean different things to different people. So I guess this question is for Paul and, and with your experience from Celebs Go Dating, who's the best flirter you've ever come across and, and why were they the best flirter? You know, hands down, I've actually said this a few times is uh Pete Wicks. <laughs> Uh, has 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 hands down. I just met him last week um, on a yeah I oh, did really? a job um, yeah. yeah they were so lovely I'm not a very affable person when people first meet I don't think I'm like naturally great with people um, and that Pete guy just like 
gently picked some fluff off my jumper in a really charming way. Yeah. Yeah. So the reason the reason why Pete is so great at flirting is because he understands it. Right. And so there's different love languages, right? There's physical touch firms just talk about the physical touch. There's words of affirmation, right? There's acts of service. There's different love languages. What Pete does, and I think he does this subconsciously is he watches you real quick. He assesses what he thinks your love language is going to be. And then he then flirts with you in that. Wow. Honestly, he's one of the best I've been doing this for 10 years and he's one of the best flirters I've seen ever like ever. But that sounds awesome. I think um, on the show, they must have struggled as Rachel Riley flirting as a different gender. And I guess, Duncan, you've been straight in the past and and obviously now have come out openly as gay and you've flirted with both men and women. Um, What would your advice be, because you've done both, for for how to be good at flirting? Uh, Well, it's very different actually flirting uh, with women than it is with with, with guys, I think. Um, I think guys are very much straight to the point. Is like, you know, show me a dick pic or let's fuck. It's very, <laughs> it's very to the point, you know. Um, and I think with women, it's 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 a different kind of. Um, I don't know. It's 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 a different way of flirting. It's a different way of communicating and talking. Do dick pics have a place in flirting, or is they just useless in in the flirt? Um, has has it ever worked on anyone here? You're really stretching the term flirting to breaking point. Flirting is supposed to be this, <laughs> like, innocent, uh, yeah, fun. an innocent yeah. thing. <laughs> it's not showing your genitals to people. I was just <laughs> saying this to someone um, today. I was like, maybe it's because I'm in my thirties, but I think the whole thing of sexting and sending naked pictures of yourself mm. is insane. The idea you would call that flirting is mental to me. How do you know when someone's flirting with you from your experience? If it's a woman, they touch their lips, they touch their hair, they do this thing called autoerotic touching. So they'll sort of touch their neck and laugh a lot more. And if it's a man, they stand with one foot pointing towards you. They touch (laughs) you unnecessarily and they sort of invade your space. I think men really only have about three signals. Is that something that you found, Paul, in, in with your experience? Yeah, so so men definitely have a hard time with flirting and also interpreting if a woman is flirting, right? But Fern, I love you, but here's where I'm going to push back a little bit, is that what you just described, they're nervous twitches, right? Now, sometimes we get nervous because we we fancy somebody, right? We're into them. And so therefore we'll pull the hair back. You know, I don't have hair, but you know the deal, right? You'll, you'll make that move. But sometimes you're nervous for other reasons. So it doesn't always mean that you're flirting. I've been studying body language for five years. And what people most misinterpret about body language is they see one thing. They'll see like, okay, Duncan is, is, is scratching his lip. So that means he's hungry, right? <laughs> No, maybe he always scratches his lip. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe that, that's Duncan's thing. So you have to first baseline, see how does Duncan act just typically. Then once you move someone into the scenario, how does his body language change? Uh, okay. That's how you read body language. Yeah, that's awesome. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Okay, so what we're going to do, guys, we're going to take a look at flirting in action. Okay. This is from episode two of The Celeb Circle, and we're going to hear Denise Van Outen talking to Lady Leisha, who's catfishing as Big Nasty. Operation flirtation is in full swing. She's a catfish. She has to be. Circle message. Hey, big boy, cheeky wink. No hard feelings. I won't hold it against you. Unless you want me to. Wow. I can't see her calling me big boy. Come on, big boy. I thought you was going to be... I thought you was good with the flirtation. Message. I'm glad I didn't hurt your feelings. It was a hard decision. P.S. Are you flantering with me? (laughs) Who doesn't love a little flirtation in the morning? I mean, it sets you up for the day. Message? Why would you like me to? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Message? Well, I did have a massive crush on you when I was younger. So this is crazy. Circle message? I'm blushing. I still like a little flirt up even though I'm in my naughty 40s. And then can I put, this is really bad. Hashtag Eddie who? Who's Eddie? (laughs) If I'm flirting with a married woman, I'm never going to be able to live this down. Message. Eddie is my partner. He knows I like a cheeky flirt. And why not, question mark? Are you single or just here for a mingle? That's not Denise. There's no way in earth this is Denise. I grew up watching Denise. I can't physically see her being like this in person. I reckon I've put a smile on his face. I think I've got a good chance of staying in there. <laughs> <laughs> so, Duncan, we know, we know from the show and we saw the beauty of the fact that you and Denise are good I friends. Denise. So what I want to know is, is, is she always like that or is she hamming it up for the game? Do you know what? I've known Denise for about 20 years and she's just always been the same. That's the thing I love about Denise. She is, a, you know, she is flirty and, you know, she has got a little naughty side. Um, but that's the appeal of Denise Van Outen. You know, she's always had that appeal. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I absolutely love her and I just love that conversation. It was brilliant. It was absolutely brilliant. Yeah, it's very confident. And I guess one for for Paul here, confidence when it comes to flirting, I guess that's very important, right? Yeah, it's the most important. You know, it's one of those where it's, it's, I'm still trying to, I still have a hard time understanding everybody in the UK, right? So I didn't even understand every word I heard. But one thing I know for sure is she was very confident. And confidence is sexiness. How do people do that kind of effortless flirting? It comes naturally to her and I wish I had that thing because it gives you social capital if you can flirt in normal situations like with people that you work with and stuff not in an inappropriate way but how do people do that Paul? You, you know so for, you just said something that was dope I love social capital that's a great it's a great word it's a sexy word sexy phrase right? Two words. Two words yeah, there you go two <laughs> words right? Is so so with social capital, right? The whole idea is being charismatic. And I think it's very important that we distinguish between flirting and being charismatic because there's a difference. Flirting is communicating that you are romantically interested in someone, right? That's flirting. Being charismatic is saying, hey, I have characteristics 
that make you have more interest in me. That's it, right? That's being charismatic. So what she was doing is she was exhibiting confidence. Confidence fits both. Mm. You could flirt and be sexy, but also confidence. Hey, you're more interested in me. So it's very important to understand there's a difference. We want to be charismatic with people we are platonically interested in. We want to be flirty with people who we are romantically interested in. Mm. What I really liked earlier, and it ties into the confidence piece, but um, Fern mentioned that uh, when she's flirting with girls, they they take the mickey out of each other a bit and take the piss out of each other a bit. And I guess that ties nicely into flanter and flirting and banter. And I'll put it to Fern, it, when you're interested in somebody, do you drum up the taking the piss element or uh, having a bit of banter, especially with your your comedy background? Uh, no, I go too far the other way so that if I really fancy someone, I'll just be horrible <laughs> to them. And uh, I'm like a guy uh, that negs women. You get a lot of men now uh, negging women, uh, doing it very badly because they've read it in a book somewhere. Yeah. What about you, Duncan? I like banter. I like to I like to almost take the mick out of somebody and I like it when they can give it back. If it's a bit dry, you're just a bit like, oh, this is just tedious and there's no fun in it so if there's like a good bit of banter going on then it's exciting it engages you well it engages me anyway um and if if you're giving something to somebody and you get nothing back i'm just like oh this person is dry and i just no 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 attraction instantly attraction goes but then again it can go on the other scale if you are flirting with somebody online and they're giving you loads of banter and eventually you meet them and you think, oh my God, this is going to be great. And then you get nothing from them in the flesh. You're just a bit mm. like, what? It's like a different person. Um, so I do think that it's easier sometimes for people to be um, behind a behind a computer screen or behind a phone to be able to say things a lot more than actually maybe physically out of their mouths. Is that a common theme, Paul? The difference between flirting online and flirting in real, in real life, I guess uh, a conundrum that's often alluded to with these dating apps is the, the difference between somebody's online persona and when you actually meet them, the, the chemistry is just not there. There's a difference between, say, modern flirting and then back in the day flirting. And Fern just hit something that was great. And she said, these guys must have read it in a book somewhere, right? That's fact. Actually, if you look at flirting in, say, the 60s and 70s, it was heavily men being funny. Like, I want to be humorous in order to attract someone. And then what happened in the 90s? It was a book. The best-selling, one of the best-selling books ever in the 90s. And that was, any guesses? Couldn't tell. The Game. That was it. By Neil. Fern was going to guess it. The Game by Neil Strauss. What was The Game by Neil Strauss about? It was about pickup culture. It was about how men could pick up women. And then you saw pickup culture launch and pickup culture is about men not being themselves. It's about, oh, don't be humorous, be neggy, like try to be as cool as possible, right? Try to, you know, do all these tricks. So that's what happened with modern dating. It's absolutely right. It was a book that changed the game. You know, it's interesting, Duncan. And what I think is so dope about you is you really embraced who you are. And all of those things that people told you maybe you shouldn't be or you shouldn't do, you were like, I'm going to be me. That's the essence of sexiness. That's mm. the essence of cool is when you are authentic. And, and yeah. you were one of the only authentic people on, that, on the show, Duncan, initially. There's lots of catfishes on the celebrity circle. And unfortunately, we have to bring it up. Yeah. You were the first to go. How did that feel? I think I went in there to play... I just wanted to be me. I wanted to try to be as honest and as nice as possible. I didn't go in there 
with a real big game plan, really, which in hindsight, watching it back, I should have done, really. It was sad to see you go, man. Um, So just before we wrap up, I always ask our expert to give us three tips. So, Paul, would you be able to give us three leaving tips on flirting and how to be the best at it? Sure, absolutely. Um, The first is, is to understand what it is, right? That flirting is communicating romantic interest. And you could be charismatic, which is different, which is just highlighting a characteristic. So that's one. Secondly, is I'm going to go to what my man Duncan just said is, actually, Duncan, I think you did the right thing. You can never be too honest. You can never be too real. And I think that we're living in a day and age where we put too much attention on the folks who are fake. Instead, we should put more attention on those who are real and authentic. So I think the sexiest thing you could do, number two, is to be authentically yourself, right? That's number two. And then the third part, we we talked about this earlier, is that I think confidence really is the common denominator, right? Confidence. And to be confident in yourself is to embrace who you are, all of your imperfections. And when you can do that, you could show up as your confident self and you could be flirty or you could be charismatic. That was awesome advice. Also, your voice is incredible, by the way. I just wanted to say that. Uh, yeah. um, okay, guys. Uh, are, you fl- are you flirting? Are you flirting? With me? Uh, maybe, maybe. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, guys, thank you so much for joining me on this podcast. You've been amazing. Um, this was Dishonest Fun, the official Circle podcast. Make sure you subscribe to get the new episodes of Dishonest Fun when they drop. And of course, the rest of the Celeb Circle is going out on Channel 4 all this week. And the next time I see you, we'll be exploring how to win at life circle style. The Celebrity Circle is in aid of Stand Up To Cancer, a joint national fundraising campaign from Cancer Research UK and Channel 4 that brings the UK together to speed up the progress in life-saving research. Cancer can affect anyone's life at any time. We only have one option, accelerate life-saving research. Your donations do that. Now is the time to stand up to cancer. Donate now at channel4.com forward slash SU2C. Thanks, guys. See you next time.